At this point, I look like a fucking clown. Um, I think I hear something. Do I hear something? No, we're good. Okay, look. Welcome to the show. I said I wasn't going to wear glasses anymore. 
I know a lot of you think I do cocaine because I'm always in glasses now. No, it's just I'm rich. You know what I mean? And I just feel like looking, you know, what I think Kris Jenner looks like whenever a new sex tape comes out on one of her kids. This is what I do for a living. I'm in my home. I have a robe on because, and I didn't even wear a robe all day today. Today was actually the day I put some clothes on, but I was just smoking hookah downstairs and the hookah cold burned a hole in my Gucci shirt. So I had to get up and throw on something else. And I thought free promo. Look at this hat. This is the new gagging hat. You can't see the green because of the green screen. Wait, right here. Whatever. And I even have new mugs. Look at these new mugs that are coming soon. You guys are going to be able to kind of turn around, gag, and get into this. Anyway, listen, y'all. Let me take this foolery off. Shit. Take my costume off. Hi, it's me. This is Gagging with Jason Lee. And we're back for an exciting show. Tonight, there's going to be a lot of gags with no penises involved. I don't have the swear jar. And if Kelvin don't get this damn teleprompter thing moving, I swear he's going to get cussed out. Either way, I'm happy that everybody's here. And uh, I finally have somebody that I didn't know he hasn't been on the show in a year. This show's been flying by. We've had so much turnover here. I don't even know where the one year starts or where another year ends. But Armand Wiggins is stopping by. Y'all know Armand. I see all his people are here watching the show. I didn't know that Armand hasn't been here in a year. There's just so much going on in my life and in his life and in these streets that I never know who has or hasn't been here. I was going to invite other people here that are, um, you know, YouTubers or bloggers or doing their things. But then after I had Armand, I was just like, who else am I going to invite? Because the only other YouTubers that I could invite, they talk shit about me every time I get every time I turn around, you know, and I know half of them, you know, is because. They got their disability cards and they need my name in their mouth in order to get some checks or some coins or whatever the cash. What's the thing they call when they give you money? Super chats. But by the way, y'all were sending me $100 super chats last month. And the good Lord told me all you got to do is start asking people for what you want. So I am begging for your money. Please don't let this rich rented shit prove anything. <laughs> this is a fake jewelry. This is a fake Versace robe. I got this at Milan Christopher's house. Um, the, every This whole set is fake. There's no trees in here. There's nothing in here but some water, okay, but some water. Listen, Armand is here, but I'm also going to give you a chance to come and gag with him and I. I see a lot of his fans are in here. Shout out to all of y'all. We love the fact that you come over here and follow him and support him. You know, when you build a brand, you want your people to follow you and support you. You know what I mean? Because in case some shit go left, you got to have people that ride for you. You know, I got the gag nation, so uh, I see the gag nations in here too. Let me give y'all really quickly uh, a disclaimer. Because I'm tired of getting sued. Check this out. This says that a lot of the stuff I'm going to say may be offensive to some of you. But if you're a sensitive bitch, you need to click out now. Go somewhere and find your mother. Um, It also says that I have the right to use a lot of stuff on the internet. And I'm going to use it freely. And I have an attorney that's going to file charges against you if you try to sue me. And the last thing says that the Gag Nation, Amberlynn is in here dressed like a cat again. Halloween ain't even here. And these people didn't use a, a reason to get out the mental house. Anyway. Uh, it says that uh, the gag nation is responsible for what they say. So if you get mad, go sue them. Okay. <sighs> what a week. What a week it's been. You know, I don't go to Instagram that much anymore because I do have my own shows and this is where I get paid. I do get paid by Instagram for certain things, but I don't feel a need to go to Instagram every day to tell you all what I think. If you want to know what I think, you go to my website, HollywoodUnlocked.com. You can go to Hollywood Unlocked. You can go to Gag Nation's page. You can go wherever. I'm so many places making money, so many places where I get paid to do it. I don't go to Instagram that often and give my opinion. But this week I had to make an exception because I was really upset 
about something. And we're going to get into that right now because it's the tea with Jason Lee. I know that I'm fat in the intro and I know that you guys are tired of hearing the same song, but guess what? I might do a new video since I lost the weight. You know, I took that video when I was in between uh, my come up and made it, but I still ain't really made it, you know? And there are times that I realize that I have not yet made it. And it ain't when you come on my page and tell me that I ain't shit, because I know I'm the shit. I'm the cloud a lot of Bego talks about. And at the end of the day, I get it that when you are successful, people are going to hate on you for your success. But it's not just that hate that catches my attention. It's when people tell me that I'm still not good enough. Still not good enough, right? Still not good enough. And for some of us, we wake up with imposter syndrome where we find ourselves in situations where we believe that we don't deserve to be there. Like, for example, uh, when we were at Rihanna's party in New York City, uh, there were a lot of people that probably felt that they shouldn't be there. I was one of them. I'm like, how did I get here? Of course, I know how I got there. Rihanna invited me. But but it was the moment that I grabbed the microphone and told everybody to get their ass on the dance floor and party was when I realized that they needed a hype man to come and get that party uh, started. So this week, this past week, uh, everybody knows that Wendy Williams was not returning to her show. Uh, this is my girl. Now, I'm going to be very clear about it. I have a lot of respect about Wendy, for Wendy Williams, and I'm going to tell you why. If Wendy Williams did not exist, those of us who do what we do would not be here. People of color before Wendy Williams uh, were not on the radio or in any other space because you didn't have YouTube, you didn't have Twitter, you didn't have Instagram, you didn't have Facebook. You had Wendy on the radio when you wanted to go and listen to what the white people was reading in the magazines, but you wanted to hear it come up uh, out of a hip hop mouth from somebody that looked like us, you went to Wendy Williams. And so a lot of what I'm going to say today is going to probably piss a lot of people off, but it needs to be said. And I'm going to tell you why, because what we are talking about tonight is not just Wendy Williams, the person, the talk shows. We're talking about a legacy. We're talking about a blueprint. We're talking about somebody who these, this generation may not understand, but for my generation and generation before that, we know that this is a person who broke down a lot of barriers for a lot of us that are now in broadcasting. I am a broadcaster. You call me a blogger, you call me talk shows, radio host, YouTube, call me whatever you want, but I'm a broadcaster who gives their opinions, who makes a lot of money off of just being me and saying what I think. But there's also a lot that goes into that because you can't just turn on a mic and say anything you want. You can, but then you'll end up being a trash bag YouTuber who thinks they're going to make it, but won't find their way out of the box they put themselves in. So let's be very clear. You know, Wendy Williams did something extraordinary. And so when I went on The Breakfast Club, I said, because a lot of people were in tweets and, and you know Facebook and Instagram saying, Jason, give it Jason. Give Jason Wendy C. Jason. No, Jason want Jason C. And until the white folks who control distribution or, or syndication believe that I deserve my own seat at that level, this is the seat that I built on my own and that I own 97% of and can say freely whatever I think. And so those of you that know Wendy wasn't coming back, um, I had been talking to the Wendy show about going to be on the show because she's had ongoing health issues and she left the production to production figuring out how to fill her shoes and and she pushed her return back a couple of times and now let's be very clear you cannot replace wendy williams you can replace her show with another show but you cannot replace a host on the wendy show for wendy williams because there's only one wendy all right now when they said that they she wasn't coming back there was a source that said that wendy's guest host you know, we're sorting, they were trying to figure it out, but that it was an absolute mess over there and that producers were winging it. This was something that came up in Radar Online. Radar Online is another platform 
owned by white people, talking about what black people are doing. Now, they said that the replacement had been hard to find. And that was interesting to me because it's not that it was hard to find. I knew that because I was the one that was on the phone trying to figure it out with him. But they were saying that Wendy was not involved in the process of deciding who would be on in her in, in her uh, replacement. So let me clarify a few things. First, I want to go back to what I posted earlier this week on Instagram. I actually had the same robe on, a different T-shirt, the same chain. I even think I had my shades on. They were a different color. So it was different shades, honey, but the same message. Take a look. No shade, everybody. I'm seeing all the comments about today's Wendy show. Now, first, let me say that I liked three of the people that were hosting the guests, the talk, hot talk panel. And then I love Lunell, as you know, she's been on my show multiple times. But how are you going to have a show talking about with Lizzo wore the Cardi party with some people that wasn't there? I was at Cardi party. How is it that me hosting today didn't make sense with Tiffany Haddish as the, as the guest for the season premiere of the Wendy show? Wendy Williams is a cultural icon, whether you like it or don't like it. And ultimately her show, now they're saying she wasn't even consulted for the host. I'm not going to bother Wendy while she's away because I'm sending her well wishes. But what I will say for the show, y'all got to come better than that. Leah Remney, we know you on tomorrow, girl. If you don't bring it, I'm sorry. I'm going to be the biggest motherfucking critic because at the end of the day, as much as I love the show, protecting its integrity by being a critic is what Wendy would do. Today was unacceptable. It was bad. You fucked up. Now, let me do this real quick. Hold on, sir. Hold on, hold on. I sent it to Johnny already. Johnny, put this in the show. All right, so let me give you guys just a little backstory on what happened. So they reached out to me to host the show. Host the show. This is the call that I've been waiting for. Let me tell you how the call happened, because I didn't even get into all the tea, but at this point, we just got to lay it all out there. The phone rang and the creator of the Wendy show said, Jason, this is a call of a lifetime. And I said, well, shit, is Jesus on the main line? Because I've been telling him what I want. And you know what I want, because we've been talking about syndication for some time. Everybody knows if you've been following me, I had a deal with MGM right before COVID happened to do my own nationally syndicated talk show. I was really excited. They sent me a big MGM gift. Remember that with the lion and all. Welcome to MGM, Mark Burnett. But then COVID happened and then syndication got weird. And so I didn't do my syndicated show, but I did have my nationally syndicated show with iHeart on the radio. On The Breakfast Club recently, I said that what is meant for you will come to you when it's your turn, but you got to do the work. And I feel like I've been doing the work internally and externally. And with the show, I've been showing that I can read a teleprompter, talk to a camera, build an audience, but more importantly, build my own lane and not try to take from nobody else. I don't need to hate on the next bitch to get my shit because when Jesus creates your crown, baby, you put it on your head and it'll fit you perfectly because he made it for you, not somebody else's crown. Now, they asked me to host the show, and when they asked me to host the show, I was excited, but they wanted a co-host. I said, okay, cool. If I'm going to co-host a national show, there's only one person that I want to co-host with because it's my girl, Tiffany Haddish. We have the great greatest chemistry. Uh, I think it would be great. She's a big guest. It's the season opener for season 13. What a better way than two people who support Wendy uh, to do it. And I was going to get a little WW shirt like the Rolls Royce, but in W's with a crown and pay homage to Wendy because ultimately that is not anybody's show but Wendy's. But I always knew that the white folks were going to hire people with very pasty skin because ultimately they are doing this for advertisers. They're not doing it for you. At this point, it's not about you. We tune in for Wendy and then Wendy brings us. So then therefore the viewer, the, uh, the advertisers get us. What they're doing now is catering to advertisers. Because that's what runs the industry. Black folks, we're the hot sauce. 
we make it hot and we make that we put that thing on it that make everybody else come because you know white folks follow what we do latinos they follow what we do we but in the culture when it comes to culture hip-hop urban culture we say what's right what's hot what's not and then everybody follows and when you get the numbers you sell that to advertisers no matter who's in the seat but anyway i digress so i had tiffany tiffany moved her entire filming schedule around with her new movie to accommodate it but because she couldn't co-host could only come on as a host i mean a guest they felt at the time that i wasn't big enough to do it on my own even though i have more followers than wendy williams even though i have a digital f- blueprint of over a billion minutes watched in the national radio and all fox so fox affiliate i'm on dish nation every week so i did that video to show people i did another video where i show people that no matter how big you think you are, no matter how ready you are, somebody's going to tell you you're not ready. But let me tell you what they did. That was the real gag. So after that, I sent them a list of other people. Oh, we can have Cardi pop on and surprise a guest. We can have Mariah Carey do a surprise video for Norman. We can do this. We could do this. Like, this was the ideas that I brought to the table. And they said, no, 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 no. Now, you mean to tell me Tiffany Addis is a guest. Jason Lee that does this is not big enough. Mariah Carey doing a surprise for Norman, who's her biggest fan, and Cardi B popping out to surprise a fan wasn't a big enough show? No, ma'am. They chose to go with Bevy Smith, whom I love, Fashion Police. Um, who else was it? Um, uh, uh, Michael Yo, friend of mine, comedian, who's the first person to interview me for Yahoo. Uh, Devin Simone, who I love, and some girl that I don't know. But they did a whole show for Hot Talk, which we know is a segment. I didn't see no real homage paid to Wendy. And, but more importantly, what pissed me off and why I did speak out against it. And I will tell you right now, I'm not even interested in doing the show unless it's going to be done right or unless Wendy's there. I'm not. Because what the Wendy show represents is the lane for Jason Lee, for Armand, for T.S. Madison, for all the people to come after Wendy to hold a national platform, to speak to countries and show them what we do. And it is a spot that when Wendy is done, will be open for some of us. And what I won't do is mess up the integrity of my brand to go sit in some seat with a bunch of people talking a bunch of shit. I felt some type of way that they had a hot talk panel talking about Cardi's party when I was at Cardi's party. How can you talk about something that you weren't there better than somebody who was all in the middle of it? So what I know is that while the worldwide masses may not see it, I know that my people, the Gag Nation, those of you watching right now, and those of you that are watching this after it's uh, posted on YouTube or wherever, you all see it. And they know. So after I saw the show and I posted my video, I reached out to Wendy's manager because that story had come out from Radar Online that said that, quote, because people are watching for Wendy's potential host uh, and that they, they've been hesitant to take the show because of poor ratings. They don't want to reflect on them and that they weren't even talking to uh, to Wendy about it, I felt some type of way, so I reached out to Wendy's manager. Now, Wendy's manager, Bernie, and I are good friends. He told me that that was an absolute lie. They have been talking to them. However, his, his uh, focus is making sure that Wendy is healthy because Wendy's uh, health battle is a serious thing. We all know she struggled from lymphedema. She's had other issues, and she's working on getting better, so he has to focus on her. But that he was told, that we didn't want to do it or that we couldn't do it, which was not true. 
Once I told him all the ideas, all the details of my ideas had not got to him and Wendy. That part bothered me because what I was fighting for wasn't just the opportunity to host the Wendy show, which would be a complete honor. It was also to make sure to hold my friend down when she's not away, when she's not there because she's focused on getting better. Now, the same day that they told me because they didn't want to move forward with me, they had another idea and they wanted me to figure out how to help them produce the rest of the week. Producing the rest of the week would be contingent on me hosting the whole week. I said, no, unless I'm a producer getting producer pay and hire and bringing on all this talent and hosting, it needs to be the right deal. No, they said they had another A-list star. Wendy's show is not built on A-list stars. Wendy's show is built on what the fuck Wendy's going to say. If she's going to burp, if she's going to talk about her food, if she's going to gag with the... Wendy's show is built on Wendy's personality. That's what we have over here. And so I thought it was really interesting. They ended up going with Leah Remini. Now, I watched the show today. I can't wait to hear what Armand thinks about the Wendy show because he was one of the first few to be critical about the Wendy show and Nick Cannon show, which we're also going to talk about in a second because both are struggling. Now, when I looked at Leah Remini today, first of all, you're not an A-list star. No shade towards you. I mean, once you make it to Dancing with the Stars, you're pretty much B-list at that. And 20 minutes of the show today was Leah Remini talking about Leah Remini and her friend who came over that thick, I don't know, the girl who is uncomfortable taking her shirt off when she's getting fucked on by her man with the gray streak from Drag Race. Girl, I didn't even know who you were walking in there. I mean, I thought you were Cruella DeVille of, of, of a different generation. But either way, it was late. And then you said J-Lo's mother was in the audience and the whole show was about people wondering if J-Lo was... Even Norman said, is J-Lo here? You brought somebody on that brought on J-Lo's mama. Not J-Lo. I was going to give you Tiffany Haddish in studio, but you set her for Lunell over a video screen. Wendy would have never let Lunell do nail cam she would have made her show show shoe cam but you just settled for nail cam because y'all was afraid to challenge lunel lunel if you don't bring your big ass ankles up here let me see the motherfucking heels that's what you would have got for me but y'all letting people run the show who are afraid to say shit well either way the first day the season premiere season 13 was a complete trashy failure and it's no shade to the producers on the show because suzanne norman all the people behind the scenes from the cameraman to the makeup crew the dj uh all the people, great, 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 great set, great people. But it's the people at the top that told me, why don't I ask Nicki Minaj to co-host it with me? Who? I said, Nicki Minaj, she don't even like me. They said, well, aren't you friends with her? I said, I'm friends with Cardi B. They said, isn't that the same thing? If I don't ever have a nationally syndicated show, what I will have is integrity and I will be the voice of the culture from the outside. I make enough money every month to be fine. I'm not making $4 million a year doing one show, but if I make $4 million in that one year, I'm happy with that because I didn't, I, I did this, be, I did this show and every other show in Hollywood a lot because I believe in the culture and the money is going to come once you solidify your spot and you build, build, build. What, what, I, what you got to do in building something like this is build the foundation. Like Armand, build your foundation. Then once you build your foundation, your pillars, your walls are your strategic partners. Fox, iHeart, MTV, VH1. Then you build your partners. Now you got your house. The roof is the ceiling that you put over yourself. I don't have a roof yet. I'm still going. I have my shit is open. I see the stars, baby. That's why I'm all the way up in the universe. 
So whether they realize it or not, when you look at Wendy, and when you look at Wendy's brand all the way across the table, with the exception of years in the game and television talk show on a national, international level, we're neck and neck. So is that why I didn't get the show? Because you you know the minute them doors open and I come out there, that I'm going to give you something different than what Nick Cannon did, or something different than Leah Remney did. Now let's talk about Nick Cannon's show. Oh, side note, I ran into Wendy's son. We got a photo. I was at the club this week. You know, I saw Lil Kev. Lil Kev is a grown-ass man. Lil Kev talks to his mother every day. Now, I know that they were dragging Lil Kev online, too, saying he shouldn't be in L.A. partying when his mother's sick. You can't tell that young nigga what to do. He's a grown-ass man, and you don't know his relationship with his mom. She's not dying. She's not in hospice. She's being taken care of by her team. So for him to get away for a weekend, maybe he needed to get away so he can unplug and live his life. But it's all the white folks in the press tearing him down because he's living his life. And it's the same white folks ruining her legacy. And it's a shame to watch, too, because mark my words, this if Wendy does not come back soon, this will be the last season of the Wendy Williams show, because this is a whole different show. You brought on Dancing with the Star today who didn't even want to dance with the halfway star. They read tweets about all the criticism they were getting about how much we didn't like her as if it was comedy. We don't like you there. You've already failed as a talk show host, Leah. You failed Scientology. Everything so far, and you're, you're J-Lo's sidekick. J-Lo didn't even come as your best friend, best, best friend, best friend to show up for you today the way Tiffany was going to show up for me. Things that make you go, hmm, hmm. Do they not want you to come because you can do it and they don't want nobody to really do it? So that way, Wendy comes back, it's big ratings. Or do they want people to do it? I don't know what they want. Today's show was too white. It was too white. Even with Wendy there, it's not too white because it's a black woman for most of the show. And then the white folks come out. This is a black woman's talk show. And it was too white. Her co-host, nobody wanted to hear nothing about her having sex with her man and her shut up with her boobs hanging on the side of her chest like some goddamn uh pads that a football player would wear if he was running uh drill sideways nobody wanted to see that or hear that it was an embarrassment to the culture now nick cannon people are circulating that his show was supposed to replace hers but he's already had his own deal uh his own deal where's nick at we have a picture this is nick cannon you already know who he is nick was pre was prepared for uh the daytime space he had a day he had a daytime radio show he left that show in the morning to go and do nationally syndicated talk show and i believe nick can do anything that nick wants but i don't believe that nick's talk show format is the right for him nick should have came back as like a steve harvey but a little younger the set looks like a nighttime set not a daytime set Nick Cannon can't really gossip the way that we can, so he can't have a gossip show because when you do what we do, you got to be able to get down, roll up your sleeves and get in the dirt. Now, I love Nick Cannon. I don't know if Nick Cannon loves me because they didn't opt to implement my contract this season with Wild and Out. They're all filming Wild and Out right now, and I didn't even know. So I guess I'm not on Wild and Out no more. Maybe that's because I told Viacom I didn't want to be on the plantation, the same plantation they fired Nick from and then brought him back because they couldn't take his show from him. Black folks don't really run shit unless you own Hollywood Unlocked. But either way, Nick Cannon's show's not doing well. The ratings don't, uh, it's, it's not there. 
And people are saying that they don't think it's going to go past the six weeks. You want the real gag? The same people who own the Wendy show own Nick's show. Pretty interesting. Did you know that? The same people that own Wendy's show owns Nick's show. I told him, hey, why don't I co-host the Wendy show with Paris Hilton? That'll be hilarious. They were like, no. I go, what about me and Tamar Braxton? She's hilarious. They were like, no. I said, well, what about Kathy Griffin? Kathy Griffin is a gag and we would be, the, the, the channels don't like her. Well, what about NeNe Leaks? Bring NeNe up. Me and NeNe have a good relationship. It'll be her coming to support Wendy while she's down, holding her homegirl down. She can make up Wendy, tell her story about Greg dying. No. Every person. What about Floyd Mayweather popping in? He's not daytime. Okay, well, shit. What about Lala? Tiana Taylor? I mean, I gave them names that I could literally pick up and call with one phone call. No, 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 no. And instead, you chose a hot talk panel and Leah Remney, whose lisp is annoying the hell out of me. And I don't know what's in her mouth or what's not holding that tongue down or them cheeks at the Scientologist and fucked it up with some bad, uh, some bad, what the collection plate they passed around up there with the little sauce in the, in the bread, or whatever they praise mm -hmm. to. But Leah, we like you, but we do not like you at 10 a.m., 11 a.m. on Fox in L.A. on the Wendy Williams show. You, you, you know, the first five minutes of your energy was cool. Me and my assistant laughed. But after a while, it was like, <laughs> we were done laughing. It wasn't funny. So Wendy Williams show. We don't know when she's going to return. It's not clear. Um, and the Instagram page put out saying that there will be other hosts coming. Next week, they got a whole nother white woman hosting the show. Producers of the Wendy show, if you think we're going to let you give her show away to a white woman, you can keep turning that chair any color you want. But if it's white, it ain't going to happen. It will fail. Today's show was giving me Kelly and Ryan, Kelly Clarkson, and all those other white people. If you just took cake batter and put all the white batter in and mixed it up, that's what it was. We didn't buy it. We're not buying it. Now, Sherry Shepard's going to come on there. Unless she's going to talk about that kid she adopted and gave away, we don't want to hear shit Sherry got to say. Did you forget about that? You forgot about that. Unless you're going to come on there and tell us about that, that kid you adopted and gave away, girl. That's what this show is. This is not the view. Hi, everybody. It's, no, it's not that. It's, all right, y'all. Kourtney Kardashian started a new trend. <laughs> She's marrying a white man. You're not giving us that in the morning. We don't want it. Wendy, we hope that you get better. You you know, we need you back. Our mornings are dry as hell. And I, I'm not coming back to your show unless it's right or unless you're there. And that's no L for me. That's the L for the show. All right. Listen, I'm going to give you your chance to come gag with me. Here's the phone number right here. And here's the link. So make sure that you're either in the link right now or you put this phone number in. You want to talk to me and Armand. He'll be coming on in a second. 1402 gagging. Also, the gag nation, you know, they deep, they deep because they come in early. They come in early. All you late hoes got to sit on the outside. Give me a cussing jar. All right. So, anyway, speaking of white folks, uh, I don't know if she's white, but whatever. It's close. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker are engaged. Now, Travis Barker, if you don't know who he is, he's a drummer from a very uh, popular band. He almost died in a plane crash and he climbed out that plane because he knew one day he would become a Kardashian. <laughs> now, he is he him and Courtney have not been dating that long, 
But now they're already engaged. Now, if you guys don't know, Travis Barker's penis is online. Stop right now. Grab your phone. Google Travis Barker news. Click images. You're welcome. Yes, he has a big fat penis. So I'm sure he broke that old pussy down and put his own little his own little little spin on it. You know, because I'm gonna tell you something. There, they say it's power and some pussy, but baby, you get the right dick, your whole life will change. Your whole life will change. There was a day when I was getting pussy. That big one came through and it was like, what? It's almost like when you live in London and then you go to like Aruba for the week and you go, where, where, where all this sun come from? That's what happens when you get some dick. So Courtney got some, some, Barker, some Barker beef, okay? To the point to where she said, let me stay on that thing. Now she got her man. Now, after she was dating Scott Disick for so many years, all of us never believed that Courtney would actually get wifed. Remember, she had the Trist, not Tristan Thompson, that's the other Kardashian with the other black man. Courtney had that Trist with that model from Paris that I know he, and he's real, he's Muslim and very aggressive and sexy. You know, he was beating the lining out of that thing. Now, we never saw a print. He does a lot of modeling with a lot of soft clothing that if he caught the right wind or moved too fast, Something with Jiggle. We never saw it. So we don't know what he was working with. But we do know that she loved him. Remember, they said she was dating Justin Bieber. Remember, they said she was dating Quincy's uh, 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 Diddy son. Well, either way, it wasn't the young ones that knocked it off the right way. Travis Barker did. And now he has popped the big question to Courtney at some hotel in Montecito. We all know that it's being filmed for the new show on Hulu. So we don't know. Maybe by season three of that new show, they'll be divorced. But nonetheless, he's going to, you know, he, he he's with her. Now, they were surrounded by a bunch of flowers. We have a picture of all this. This is our video. This is what this is what happened. I just want to know who cleaned all that shit up. <laughs> because when you bring all those flowers, because, you know, um, I... I bought Rihanna a bunch of flowers one day and she never came and got them. So I had all these flowers. And I literally just threw them all over the floor. They were literally laying all on. Like if you watch them, I kid walk in my kitchen. There were just roses everywhere. Okay. Now this is Courtney's first engagement. We all know that she was stuck with uh, Scott Disick. This is Scott. Now Scott, this looks like somebody who's literally on their way to go shoot up somebody's house. Cause Scott is not happy that she now is getting engaged with this man. Okay, now Scott has been unsuccessfully dating 19-year-olds for the last couple years. And none of them have worked out because they want to play Pokemon and he wants to drink and, you know, fly to Vegas and be fucked out of his mind. But either way, another person that's fucked out of their mind by the whole news is Shanna Mokler. Now, if you don't know who Shanna is, this is a picture of Shanna. I have not heard this name in so long. This was the girl who was out in the streets when I was coming up as a socialite. She used to hang with the whole Paris Hiltons and the whole Lindsay Lohanses and the Britney Spearses and all. She was in the early area of the Kardashians. She used to be friends with the Kardashians, right? She was friends with the Kardashians. Well, she is now mad. And I'm going to tell you why she mad. Shanna, I don't know you. And I know that we're spirit animals because I've definitely heard that you're a spicy ass girl. But that skinny nigga was giving you all that dick. He was shoving that meat up in you. So your rib cage was opened up. When I tell you that, that dick was an inhaler because the way you was breathing and he was moving them lugs and organs around, girl, I know. That's, is it Stone Temple Pilot? What's his, what's, 
blinked. Oh, he made you blink 182 times when he was hitting that thing, doggy style, raw or not. He was piping you down. Pipe it up. That's I can hear it right now. You got upset when you heard that a Kardashian cut because you know once the Kardashian get a hold of something, they don't get rid of it until they chew it up and spit it out, and in some cases swallow. This is what Shanna had to say. Shanna went to her uh, thing and she said that she's temporarily closed for spiritual maintenance, meaning that they had fucked up her spiritual compass so bad that she didn't know what to do because she knew that daddy dick wasn't going to come over. You know, when you have babies by men, you still let them come over and hit it raw once in a while. And then when you give your man a bump or some type of burn, you look at him like he gave it to you when you know you gave it to him. (laughs) So Scott Disick is upset also. This is what he had to say. Uh, he, oh, we don't have that. Well, he went off saying that um, people are saying around him that he's going crazy and that he's gone off the deep end and that it's going to get dark. Speaking of dark, I just have to say, Courtney. <laughs> thank you for leaving our community alone. There's no black man that was going to come in there and be a stepdaddy to them badass kids. Your one kid is running around flipping off the cameraman. The other man is on TikTok telling everybody your business. Don't nobody want to be a stepdaddy to your kids, but a white man will always step in and do it for you. All right, Travis, good luck with that. You survived a plane crash. I don't know if you're going to survive this. All right, look, uh, I'm going to get to our mom, but before we do that, I have to tell you, I'm really excited that I'm now producing a new show. I produced a new show for the Zeus Network. It is the conversation between my bestie, Roland Ray, Yes. Huh? No, I need a one that said, I need a sound that says, bitches is mad. I need that one. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, look, Zeus asked me to produce this show. I told him that, but I told him that Roland Ray, and I'm telling you right now, Roland Ray is a star. I don't care what you say. You could say whatever you want. Bobby Lights, see, Bobby Lights is just Bobby Lights. He's going to do what he's going to do. He's a star in his own right. But, but, but I am going to, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to produce a reality show for Rolling Ray. And I'm going to call it Rolling with Ray. I'm telling you, I'm going to do it. Remember this show. Anyway, I want to show you the trailer really quick because I produced this show the day after Cardi's party. And baby, when I tell you, I've watched this video a hundred times. And even Cardi sent it to me and said, I don't have Zeus Network, but I'm watching this show. Take a look. been talking a lot of shit for years now. Mr. Choo Choo Train, there's a lot of things I don't like about you. I'm 25 and popping. The bitch is old, old news. If he come disrespectful and try to act all cute, it's gonna be up and stuff. It's not nothing funny. I'm not here to play games with you. Just keep you and your tricycle over there. This is a question, Barbie Dykes. I will walk up them stairs, something you can't do. I'm let you know this now. I run around bitches like you. Five seconds, I'm getting up. Good troll. <laughs> Barbie will never be anything in life. They call him Barbie Dykes. I don't care who you are, where you are. Or what you say, you cannot tell me when he rolled around in the wheelchair and said, I roll around bitches like you. 
I would have personally fell out the chair. I would have fell out the chair. First of all, I would have fell out my chair the way he fell out the bed when he lit himself on fire. I would have lost my mind. And I told Zeus Network, because Zeus was like, we don't know, we don't know. I said, Lemio, 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 look at me. Listen to me. He's a star. Give him a chance. Trust me. Lemio called me mid-taping, FaceTiming, because I was producing from my house, by the way. <laughs> FaceTiming, and he was crying tears, and I was watching uh, Roland Ray roll around and do his thing, and he was like, he's a star. Listen to me. Roland Ray is going to be the next biggest thing. Remember I told it to you. I feel it. I'm getting goosebumps right now. He said, Bobby, he played the piano. I mean, Stevie Wonder couldn't even did half the shit he did. Okay, well, look, either way, I thought it was great. Roland Ray, I am so ready for you because you are everything. The conversation could have, the next conversation would be Saucy Santana and Roland Ray. Because at that point, and then let Saucy get up and do his thing. Saucy Santana, we posted him earlier. He was dressed up in some <laughs> golden outfit looking like, huh? You said Cruella. Rihanna? Bitch, I will hit you with this coffee mug. Don't you ever just... <laughs> I don't get... Anyway, I don't even want to go there. All right, look. Um, Y'all, please go and watch this show. It's one of my, it's my second show producing for the Zeus Network. I'm going to create more shows with them. We're figuring out the deal now, but I'm definitely going to do a show with Roland Ray. All right. Am I bringing on Ar Armana now? Yes. Okay, listen. So um, at Cardi's party, I ran into uh, Armand Wiggins. You know, the crazy part is I, I knew I was going to have so much fun that night. Plus, I was looking real cute. And me and Tiffany went and Serge and my team that I hired security. And I said, don't let anybody talk to me. They didn't even let my team who came with me talk to me, which I thought, hold on. Cardi's calling. Hold on. I'm actually um, doing a live show right now with Armand. I'll call you right back. Okay. Okay. Listen, um, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, security wouldn't even let my people get next to me. But I did run into Armand. And uh, it was good to see him. And I was glad to see him in the building. There were, I ran into Lovely T for a very quick second passing. Uh, and then uh, 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 Ken Barbie. I ran into a few people who are killing it on the internet. But uh, I didn't know that it had been a year since Armand had been here. And the last time he was here, last couple times he was here. I mean, it's, it's always a moment. And I respect what he's building over there. I'm at the Armand Wiggins show. So, ladies and gentlemen, Armand. Oh, am I in here? Yes. Get in here. Get in here. Yes, I am here. Back on gagging. I'm here and I'm sipping. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that it's been a whole year, though. It's been a year. I looked the other day. It's been at least a year since the first show and then 11 months since I was here with the cousin pastor. Um, so yeah, I mean, I came to your house, what, earlier this year or yeah, yeah, like, but yeah, officially it's been a year. Wait, when you came to my house, was that your boyfriend? Yes, yes, yes. I only go places with him or my best friend. So you met my best friend the last time. Wait, are you and your boyfriend still together? Yes, 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 yes. Ar Armand, how do you do it? I can't find a boy. Uh, I'm looking for a husband though, because I've had the boyfriends that usually last two days, three days. Like, how do you find, in, in as busy as you are doing what you're doing, how do you find, like, a nigga that you want to, like, hold down and hold you down? 
Well, uh, you just got to just be honest on what you, for me, honestly, it just boils down to, you know, what you want and being honest with them, letting them know this is what it is. And just finding somebody that's on the same page as you, honestly, and someone that's that, that wants the same thing that, that you want is what I think. Well, listen, um, if you know anybody and they're nowhere near where you are, but closer down to where I am, you know, let me know. Jason, but you know, you have to like, but you have a specific type, you know what I mean? And so it's going to be a little bit more difficult because they're going to probably want other things. Hmm. Okay. Describe my type. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, do you really want me to describe your type? All right. So look, let's get into this. Before we get into the topics, let's talk about the Wendy show because you've been talking okay. about your show, about the Wendy show and the Nick Cannon show. You saw yeah. the season premiere of the Wendy show. I don't know if you saw today. What do you think? Um, well, I did see a snippet of the season premiere. Um, actually, I don't like the like the four people, like the I don't like that kind of style. Um, but I did enjoy Devin. I felt like Devin was there really trying to spicing up the show, but everybody else kept trying to land it on like let's just be politically correct you know what i mean let's not be controversial let's not i think at one point i don't know i don't know any other people other than Devin and bevy but the guy he was like he didn't even want to speak on one topic because he was like i'm going to get canceled he didn't really want to talk about lizzo's ish, uh, you know lizzo's body and things like that but i felt like Devin did a very good job on the show like her talking about adele it was funny um her talking about lizzo i mean she had a very uh, a, a very strong stance in that um so she actually did her thing on there um i didn't i didn't really like the moment where Bebby smith took it and made it about her wearing a see-through dress in manhattan or times square or whatever that was a little cringeworthy for me i like Bebby, i like Bebby, but it was a little bit unnecessary i'm starting to feel like a lot of people on the wendy show even with this leah remedy um if that's how you say her name um they're taking this to make it a moment about slightly themselves and i'm just not interested so i even watched today and I was trying to get to the hot topics. I'm trying to see, like, how are they going to deliver these hot topics? And like you said earlier, it was all about her and her book and her game show and, and, and her failed talk show. And then Jennifer Lopez's mother in the audience. And then she brought out Michelle Versage. By the way, I love Michelle, Michelle Versage. She's totally a fag hag. She loves gay people. So I'm all the way down for Michelle Versage. However, I didn't care about the story about Leah Remedy, you know, overly sanitizing things and drinking two cups of wine. Like I totally understand what you were saying when you were saying that the show became too white. So at some point I turned the show off and I was no longer interested. Well, let's be very clear. Her name is not Leah Remedy because the remedy would have been them getting rid of her after today. The problem that I have with the show, and I don't know the other girl that you say you like, I mean, it was interesting seeing her there, but for the first 20 minutes, it was all about them. It was not about the show. And the thing I think that works for Wendy's show, which works for this show, and which works for your show, is that we're talking to our audience. We're talking, our co-hosts, our, my gag nation, your, your, uh, your squad. What is your squad called? We're the BNB squad, the Bells and Bomb squad. You know, we drop the bells, we drop the bombs, so we the BNB squad. So the Bells and Bomb squad, the, the, that's your people. You talk to them. They feel like you're delivering your, your input to them or your thoughts to them. I feel like when you watch the Wendy show, you don't need three and four people because you're just talking to Wendy and Wendy's talking to you. And when Wendy talks about her stuff, it's the quirks and qualms of a person that we've invested in. We've not invested mm -hmm. in what we watched today. And... The show was giving me, like, even during the Ask Wendy segment, it was very much so like, let me give you advice on how to have mental stress relief. That's not what you tune into Wendy for during Ask Wendy. You tune into the craziest, you know, quirkiest, 
you know, suggestion that you can give to a person that just got off the subway in the middle of 30 degree weather. So I don't know. For me, but I think show, and I don't know what's gonna happen after this. But I think if it were like you or I, we would perform. I think what they're trying to do is in a different way. They're kind of trying to be like, I'm not trying to replace Wendy. I'm just kind of here filling in. So they're not really assuming the position because they have work outside of the show. I feel like so they're they're very much taking it like a substitute teacher that's just going to be here just for today. I'm not going to be here long. And I don't even want you to get used to me here. Where Like if it were like you or me, we're going to get up there and we're going to perform. Now, I feel like them, they're, all these other people, they're just kind of up there just to kind of make the time go by. You know what I mean? I don't think they're really trying to create a moment or, you know, get a show. Mm. Yeah, well, it's unfortunate because I don't see how the show is going to survive. I mean, without Wendy, I'm not watching. But either way, I wanted to get your brand. Now, what did you think about the Nick Cannon show? Are you, are you watching? Yeah, but I want to bring I want to bring one point before, before I get there. You said something about you being on there and those suggestions you had. I want to tell you that those suggestions were brilliant. I mean, those were some great suggestions from the Mariah Carey and Norman to the you and Tiffany Haddish. Um, you guys could definitely, and Jason, you really don't need a co-host to do it. Like you could have done it on your own because you're right. I like what you said when you said that it the show was too white and 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 what makes it good for Wendy when it is white is it's a black person talking about this so we still feel good about it and so I, I think that they definitely should have had you on there do it after especially listening to your ideas you had some really really good ideas now I'll be honest with you I know you said you wouldn't do it with her but the only other person that I could see strongly hosting in that position like that would be someone like Nicki Minaj and I've said it a thousand times because she has a very polarizing personality. Um, she has a, a, enough industry friends that people want to see, you know, and she has enough enemies that pe that she will read. And, she's, and she has a look about her that everybody wants to see what she's wearing from hair, nails, makeup, fashion. Like, so she would be a great host if they, you know, if they wanted to bring somebody on. Now, as far as Nick Cannon, I love Nick Cannon. I think Nick Cannon is the bomb.com. Wait, 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 before we go too far, before we go too far, Nicki Minaj needs to respond to her court documents where her and her husband who raped that girl have been harassing them. So until she deals with her court paperwork, I'm not about to be sitting, hosting nationally syndicated show and all of a sudden somebody comes out and says, you've been served. The second thing is me and Nicki have a lot of history that we need to squash before we sit hand in hand and co-host a national show. As you know, you're not going to do it with the people that you hate. I don't see you in that trash bag YouTuber getting called to go and host the Wendy show and then get up there and saying, hi, Tasha, how was the baby? You're not going to do it. So it's never going to happen. But, you know, but, but, you know, they did, you know, uh, Nikki did respond. She did get a lawyer and that suit, that $20 million suit got thrown out um, for Jennifer Hugh. By the way, FYI, that's a quick little update. So she did respond and she basically said that um, they're relying on her and she's got a lawyer, but Kenneth Petty allegedly doesn't have a lawyer. So I don't know. That's, well, that's something well, I don't know. I don't know that the, I don't know that the lawsuit is thrown out. Maybe the, the motion to, mm. uh, so default judgment has been set aside, but the lawsuits you, you still have to go forward and yeah. do discovery and all that other things. Okay, so Nick Cannon, what are you are you watching? No, I'm not watching Nick Cannon. I tried to watch one time, and then when I seen the Wesh Pop, and first of all, I like Nick Cannon. It's Nick Cannon's fashions for me. Uh, it's the shoes in the back with the bling bling that's sending me. So at first, I couldn't get past that, and then it felt like a Wendy Williams show setup. And I know that it's 
produced by Dead My Mercury too. The same people that own Wendy Williams or produced that show. So it kind of felt like a bootleg Wendy Williams. And I felt like they were trying to kind of fit Nick Cannon into this, like, like a cleaned up version of the Wendy Williams show. And I just felt like it was very corny down to the theme music, to the shoes in the back, to the to the name of the segments, the West Poppin'. And then Nick Cannon, while he's great, I just don't think that that is a time for him to be doing stand-up comedy. See, people don't realize that when you get on to these spaces and you want to do a Wendy Williams-style talk show, we don't want to see comedians. See, a lot of people think that they're going to do the mess and deliver it in a comedic way as, like, stand-up. No, we want you to sit back, spill the tea with some, with some feeling. Like, you got to say it like you mean it. Like, there's not a punchline here. This is just what it is. And so Nick Cannon was delivering the tea more like a stand-up deal. And then at some points he would make it about him so he didn't have to talk about other people. So I think that Nick Cannon really, number one, has too many industry connections, too many industry friends, too many jobs, by the way. I mean, we just, I mean, I'm not here to take away any money from a black man, but I'm just saying, Nick Cannon, you can't just put him in any position. Now, like you said earlier, if he was going to do a Steve Harvey type deal, you know, you want to do a, a talk show. Even then, though, I don't think it would work. You know, I want to see Nick Cannon at night. Nobody, I, I, I was, I, I was going to say Nick at night would have been a phenomenal yeah. Set was there. I think you can land the jokes, be corny, do the. You could do all that. I think Nick at night would have been great. Daytime, daytime is what's on the newspaper. What's popping is let's talk about so and so. Now look, don't say nothing. But you know, like that's what we want in the morning because we already got Kelly around. We already got Good Morning America. We already got we got all that. We need you to give us that grit. And, yeah. and I don't think it's given that. No, but I think you're right. That nighttime slot is open for a black male. Like there's a black male nighttime talk show spot open. Like we haven't had one of those since like what, Arsenio Hall? It, or correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that spot is open and Nick could yeah. Nick could do that. So, yeah. I agree. I agree. But, th- but again, this is again, white people telling us what we need. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know Nick is a creative person. I know Nick is probably giving notes. I don't know how much control he has over the show. Cause you know, when you get in that world, cause the way they were talking to me on the phone, wasn't that they really wanted to hear what my thoughts were for the culture. For it was just like, who can you get? Who, 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 uh, And so anyway, good luck to all those people over there on all those shows. I'm not watching. I am going to watch the Wendy show to keep being a critic. Cause I'm going to criticize it until the day she returns. All right, look, something else is going on. I'm going to show you a picture really quick of this subway okay. worker. He, he was uh, placing meat on the toilet. Did y'all see this? Let Uh-oh. me show you. Just show the picture of the man. Put it in my... You don't have it? Where's the picture at? Oh, there's a video? Oh, a video. We love a video. Oh, take a look. Play the video. I am so glad I don't eat Subway. That is so nasty. Oh, my God. I used to eat Subway, but this guy, he's a YouTuber who worked as a sandwich artist at Subway in Rhode Island, and apparently he got fired after he did that. What would you have done if you would have walked in and Jermaine was sitting there serving you up some food that you later saw on YouTube with him stepping in it and then putting it up there? 
I honestly just would like I like I got the food and I've eaten the food. Like, are you saying like am I what? Because I'm not eating if I see him doing it. But if I see that video no, if, and I if you went to if you if you were strumming along hungry, got you a little tuna melt. Oh my god. It, I would probably I'm not gonna lie. I would pretend that, that that happened after or before that I got my food. I would just because I I mean I would I would be sick and I and I'm a hypochondriac. I, I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I would I would feel away. I I would want to sue. Listen, I'm gonna tell you what I would do. I would book Jermaine for an event, and then I'm gonna just stop there because Jermaine would have to feel the embarrassment and the pressure that I felt watching him put his dirty ass Yeezys or whatever them Payless style Yeezys were in the lettuce bowl and then putting the lettuce back on the oh, rack God. to serve me up. You know, this really makes you think about when you go out and eat, because I know I'm not rude to servers, uh, but I am rude when people are rude to me. And it makes you wonder, like, what are people doing to your food? So I don't know. But at, at the least- same time, I feel like, I don't know about you, but for me, even when, because I like, I like them down home, dirty taco trucks where they don't look like they got anywhere to wash their hands. Like, that's the best kind of ta- tacos for me. And I know they got them in L.A. So in my mind, I already picture a Jermaine doing some shit like that. And so I pray over my food and I just understand that, you know, I'm going out to eat and this is happening already. You know, there's a piece to me that already feels like there's a Jermaine somewhere stepping on the damn food and, and serving it to me or coughing over it or digging in the ass and making me a burrito. Like in my mind, I already put that there. You know what I mean? Because you have to, because you know that it's happening somewhere. And nine times out of 10, you know, we've probably eaten some, you know, we, we've probably done it. Well, I have to, I, okay, first of all, you go to the taco trucks that got roaches in them, because what you just described are those trucks that don't I probably have- do, no shade. Okay, let me ask you a question, because you just said something about scratching ass. I said on this show or somewhere <laughs> that people scratch their ass and smell their fingers. Now, am I the only person that said heard of something like that? Because we've all done it. Everybody's done it. Everybody. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, you've dude, done this it. Is you've so done it. Everybody in the studio here is like, not me, not me. Alexis, you have scratched your ass <laughs> and smelled your hand to make sure that you wash your ass, because we all want to make sure... That we're clean. Have you done it? But that's not scratching like, your no, you're like, no, it's different to like right. swipe your and then be like, okay, you know, to get to no, do I'm a sit check. But I'm, I'm not, not in there scratching my ass and you know well, what I mean. But I'm not I'm not saying playing with your butthole, but you yeah. do have to you do have to touch the rim of it to make sure to make sure it's clean. You have to smell your ass. Yeah. Absolutely. You have to smell your ass. Because listen, if you don't do this. But then you come home for the club and the no, top you you definitely do that. You definitely most right. definitely going to check. And you All definitely right. going to you're definitely going to check. Yes, I've definitely yes, checked. You know, so you listen and I'm going to tell y'all the secret. Cuz some of y'all get home and you want to fuck real fast cuz you know if the mood switch up the dick you're not going to get it up. Keep you some baby wipes in your little drawer on the side of your bed. Now look, the other day my friend was here and we went to the sex shop. Armand, I have to be honest cuz I'm a friend that likes to give gifts. Okay. We went to the sex shop and we bought um, uh, pocket pussies, right? Because I never had a pocket pussy. I didn't never have one. I just, we, I'm like, I get a pocket pussy, you get a pocket pussy, everybody get a pocket pussy. Anyway, I bought it. How about this? How about I had the used pocket pussy on the side of my bed and my housekeeper came over and she was like, oh, by the oh, way, wow. that. <laughs> Did you feel violated? I felt a fit because she always do shit like wiping the lube bottle down and putting it in a Ziploc bag 
or put right. the condoms in a little bit. Like she does things to let me know, like I'm involved with your intimate experience. <laughs> what should I do in those situations where my housekeeper cleaned the hot pocket pussy when she probably should have just minded her business? Uh, does she speak English? She does, but she speaks selective English. Like when she did that, she didn't really <laughs> want to talk about it. So it was real broken because she just wanted me to just know that she did her job and she got the fuck up out of there. Yeah, I would just ignore it. Let her do her job. I'm sure she's seen worse than near pocket pussy. I'm sure. If she's a housekeeper, she's seen a lot of shit in her day. She's used to it. So she's probably just, you probably, you're probably in your mind thinking more of it, but she's seen more than a pocket pussy. Trust me. Those house cleaners, they see a lot of shit. Yeah, I couldn't look her in the eye. All right, well, listen, um, Bow Wow, he's in the news because now he's having a meltdown. He wants out of the Millennium Tour. I guess he only has 15 minutes to do his set when he feels like he should be the whole show. Uh, he went on Twitter and ranted about it. I'm not sure if you talked about it because you literally talk about everything. This was a photo of what he said on Twitter. On Twitter, he said, um, uh, too much bitching and complaining on this tour. I'm busting cats asses every night. Every night they try and complain and take something away from me. I give 1,000%. And y'all know, y'all know damn well that uh, that I do it. And, and ATL, I hope y'all show, uh, show together. I'm going to bust y'all asses for 45 minutes straight. Try me. And he went on saying this was his last show. He's had enough. Now, the brat even got up there and showed her ass. Literally. Do we have that? Uh, we don't have that video, but she showed her ass. And anyway, what do you think about it? Do you think that uh, he, he deserves more than 15 minutes? Or do you think his 15 minutes are up? Well, honestly, I didn't see this. I didn't talk about it because, unfortunately, Bow Wow has me blocked on all social medias. So I really don't see anything that Bow Wow posts because he's I've been blocked for almost two years at this point. Um, so at the end of the day, I think because he, I interviewed a woman that he made get forced to get an abortion. So, um, he fucked this woman. She got pregnant. She did an interview about it and told me about how he hemmed her up and told her, tricked her into getting an abortion. Um, and he blocked me because I interviewed her. But how do you trick her into getting an abortion? How do because you he told her? her that he was going to pay. Like, first he was bullying. Like, he made her, like, do it. Then he was like, well, we're going to be together. Just, I got you. Like, I just don't need this right now. I got a lot of stuff coming up. Like, you know, we're going to be together. Like, just do this for me. And, you know, a girl, she's like, all right, I'm, you know, we're going to work it out. We're going to be together, you know. And, and you know, he did it. And, wait, he, wait, and he ghosted wait, her. Wait, wait, but wait a minute. Armand, he could have pushed her down the stairs. Have you not heard of worse situations? Look at Ray Carruth. He killed the whole woman and threw her in a trunk. He yeah. said to her, baby, I love you. How many women are at the club finessing niggas out of bottles? Just yeah. the other day, I was at a club with this girl walked up to the guy next to me and said, oh, baby, baby, baby. And he said, no. And I dismissed her. She went right to OT Genesis table, said the same thing, and got on with the homies that was over there. So, I mean... He finessed her. Is there anything wrong with that? Uh, no, because I mean, she was doing. I mean, she was. I mean, she wasn't really tripping about it, but she just talked about it. Like she really wasn't mad about it, but he was really pressed about it because he was trying to say that he didn't do it and it wasn't his baby and he didn't. He didn't make her get an abortion, but he really he did. And then he got mad at me and blocked me. So mm. told me to well, fuck myself. <laughs> well, at least if you fucked yourself, you wouldn't have to be finessed out of getting pregnant. Listen, this was a video rant that Bow Wow did. Take a look. Look at the font. Look at the color. I invented this shit. All these niggas y'all love and like, they open up for me. Don't we not? For me. I invented this whole wave. The whole shit. 
Me. Nigga, me. Me. The whole way. This whole shit, me. So I've been keeping this shit real calm. Niggas be whispering. Because I'm showing up. Because I get the people what they pay for it. Because I show up and give y'all what y'all want. So niggas mad at that. Because I perform. And I actually give the people what they want. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, at this point, it's giving put some respect on my name. It's Soldier Boy Edition. Or Bow Wow Division. I mean, is he not getting the, the respect that he deserves? Well, I will say this about Bow Wow. He is a legend and an icon. Like, I remember dancing and listening to little Bow Wow records. However, I feel like, who's he on the tour with? B2K or, or Marion and Pretty Ricky? Is he on? Is that all them? B2K, okay. Yeah, I know for sure. I'm not going. Okay. To. So let's just be honest. Like, okay. Back when we were kids, like, yeah, we liked the Bow Wow, but you know, I'm I'm more into Omarion as an adult now. You know what I mean? So I want to see Omarion take his shirt off. I want to see Omarion perform his song. I'm not really singing the little Bow Wow songs. I will do some Icebox and some B2K records. And if Pretty Ricky is there, I definitely want to do some Grind With Me. So, you know, I feel like Bow Wow, while you started this and we can give you your respect, <laughs> I don't want to see you on stage per perform that old ass music because it really doesn't, it doesn't stir anything up in my spirit. And then Bow Wow was nothing to look at anymore. You know what I mean? Not that he was during that time, but even more so now. I mean, he's kind of got a, he's got fat. You know what I mean? He, he's short. You know, we're just not interested. So um, I think that, you know, you competing against an Omarion who was very well manicured and looks amazing. Omarion is probably one of the finest men in Hollywood. It's no shade. Uh, I definitely want to see Omarion perform. Definitely longer than Bow Wow. Okay. And I would definitely want to, I, I want to see Pretty Ricky and all the other guys perform songs more than Bow Wow. So I think Bow Wow, you get your spot. We, we give you your respect. We love you, but just take your money, take your spot and move on. Like, that's it. Like, you know, I mean, I just don't think, are you really interested you in Bow Wow? You called him fat. Bow Wow has gotten fat. You know Bow Wow's fat. Look at that picture that you got of Bow Wow right now and then go back to that video. You know Bow Wow's fat. Bow Wow know he fat. Well, listen, I would say, you know, when you do get older, unless you go to Houston like I did, your 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 um, metabolism does come to a grinding halt. And if you're drinking and not taking good care of yourself, you know, you could get a little fat. It but, does. I mean, I've gained weight, so I get it. But I mean, it is what it is. Don't worry. Don't worry. I can help you with that whenever you're ready. Look, here's the, <laughs> you don't need it, though. You don't need it. Uh, but look, there's a lot. I mean, look, I think Bow Wow's asking people to respect him. I mean, when I interviewed him not too long ago on my show in Atlanta, he was talking about how. You know, he was having conversations with Puffy, who was reminding him that he was a big star and an icon or whatever, and that he should, you know, not be out here doing some of the stunt and shit that he's been doing. And I just think, like, maybe he's saying, like, put some respect on my name. Either way, he went out and he still performed. So even with all the ranting and this and that, he still went out and performed for Atlanta. So I don't know. All right. Well, look, I want to know what you think about this, because yesterday I got this text message from Sydney Starr and she texted me mm -hmm. photos and videos of her and Darius McCrary from Family Matters. And then she also DM'd it to Hollywood Unlocked. And she basically said that her and Eddie Winslow were in a relationship together. Now, they both were in a photo shoot um, and the video didn't give me that they were doing some, you know, that they were messing around. But there were rumors before, allegedly, allegedly, that Darius loves trans girls. Now, he's never told me that. That's just what the streets say. But we all know the streets have said a lot of things. This was a video that Sydney sent to me. And we know that she did this to Chingy before. So I don't know. <laughs>
uh, you know, you never know uh, what she's doing, but she's done this to Chingy before, and this is what uh, she said to me. Take a look. now listen he's an actor maybe they were doing some film or whatever we don't know why but now sydney i text her i said sydney give me context and she said what context you need we're together and i said okay and she even said that to my team now of course once we posted it i didn't know that she was trying to get the shade room to post it and ball alert hit me said that she's trying to get them to post it and we all know that she's allegedly done allegedly to chingy before where she really destroyed his career by saying that they were messing around well, anyway, Eddie Winslow was out with Mama Winslow, and he posted a video, and this is what he said on his video. Listen, y'all, well, y'all are discussing these rumors that aren't true. We eaten. And they aren't true either. They, <laughs> are, they are not true, okay? <laughs> okay, I mean, but, but I will say this. What are we in high school? You gonna tell me who I can be friends with, who I can't hang out with? Huh? I mean, I mean, I'm I'm a grown man. I'm I'm really five years from fifty. So I mean, if I wasn't with my mama, I would really be saying this a whole other way. But I'm being respectful because my mama right here. You gotta be. Yes, ma'am. Anyway, we love you guys. Okay. Love you guys. Stop running with these rumors, y'all. Don't go out. Not true. What do you think? Together or not? Uh, they're definitely not together, but he definitely gargled those nuts. Um, because at the end of the day, here's the thing. They were kissing each other. They were kissing tongue and down. So, uh, but they, I think that video where they tell yeah, Yes, there's a video and a picture of them kissing. I have the, uh, yes. Yes. So they were kissing and everything. So at the end of the day, I don't like I like Sydney Star. Like she's like my sister, like a distant sister. Uh, the thing with her is like it's to be expected with her. I'm not shocked. I'm not, you know, this is how Sydney Star keeps maintains her relevancy, you know, on, on television. Um, it's unfortunate though that she goes about it this way because it it sets herself up to be, you know, the the butt of a lot of jokes. Um, and it kind of sets the trans community back. But either way, um, you know, this is just kind of you know, typical Sydney star. I'm not shocked. I'm not wooed. I'm not wild. And for him, I don't know why he's over here denying this. I mean, you're feeling all over her. There's videos of you kissing her. And if you like tits at the top and dick at the bottom, that's totally on you. Okay, well, listen, this is what I don't understand. Why do men continuously put themselves in situations with Sydney Moore? <laughs> like, you know what you're going to get when you fuck with a Sydney star. And I just feel like Sydney, like you talked about her moving the trans movement back. This was one of the reasons why before I met T.S. Madison, I was really skeptical of the whole trans community because they do the shit that fucks up the game for everybody else. We ain't out here trying to put nobody, no man's business in the street. But when you do stuff like this, this makes all those potentials not want to come to, you know, get their milkshake or whatever. I don't know, Eddie, if you like uh, uh, Sydney, why not? You know, rock with her and hold it down. Why you go dig up Mother Winslow? Where is Father? Is Father Winslow dead? Carl, did I? He, huh? 
But that's apparently, that is not his real mother. Is it? That is not his real mother. That's his TV mother. Google that. The, everybody don't know. Go ahead, Google that. That was not his real mother. She, you know, she grew up watching the Brady Bunch. <laughs> but anyway. at the same time, let's be clear. Let's be real. That's, I mean, even on the to, to be, you know, on Sydney Star's side to play devil's advocate, it's no different than these women that expose when they're sleeping with somebody's man. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like the same thing. You know, sometimes these guys just put themselves in these situations. You know, the lust of it all. They feel like they can trust them, and you know, they get played. I mean, look how many people you know Selena Powell gets over on every time. So I mean, it's really no difference. But I just think the fact that she's transgender, everybody is like, oh my god, like. That's, you know, uh, you know, that's a man, you know, and, and be honest, you know, Sydney Star is very open about her penis. So, you know, I've, I'm comfortable talking about her dick and balls just as much as she is. And I won't be silenced because of it. So anybody that feels the way, I don't care. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I think that people need to be a lot more open. Now, apparently they were going to do a show together um, and he decided that he didn't want to exploit that side of his life. And I guess. Sydney Star is just looking for a moment, so she got bored and she went and she had this content because these uh, apparently this this stuff is like over a year old, um. So now it's just now coming out yeah. because he's got a girlfriend and a lot of other or fiance now. So apparently this was for a show that they were trying to film, and he decided that he didn't want to go through with it anymore. And now Sydney Star obviously is getting bored and she wants some attention. But it gave it gave me it gave me a show or or something they were filming something even probably scripted. It didn't give me marriage boot camp tease. I think that that's Sydney reaching for the stars, even though that's a star that's laying low. Um, it's not a big star, but the, I I just think that those are the type of stunts that make. And I'm not saying this is okay, but to the trans community, when y'all be getting in shit talking about oh the murder rates high this and that. I'm not saying that you're always to blame, but this shit doesn't make it any better. And I do feel like I wish that the trans community would hold her accountable when she does shit like that. You know, on one hand, I understand the argument. You want to force the man to love you and own up to who you are, but you got to go through his process. You can't force him to speed up his process to make you feel some type of way or to validate you. Either way, I thought it was crazy. I invited her on the show today to talk to us. She clearly didn't show up. All right. Look, Lizzo is in the news. Mm. Did you see Lizzo at Cardi's party? No, and I'm glad I didn't see Lizzo at Cardi's party. Now, people, this is a photo of her at the party, y'all. Now, I didn't see her. I heard that she was there. Um, you know, she said she was going to come and give her best version of Rihanna and that she was going to let it all hang out. It was a party that Cardi said she wanted it to be ratchet. And this gives ratchet tees for sure. This gives ratchet tees for sure. And I think looking at her here, I mean, kind of makes me want to go back to pussy, honestly. What do you <laughs> think? First of all, does Lizzo have on bottoms? I don't know if she had anything on. It was covered up by her Wow. By, you know what? That is that is outrageous. Um, I personally don't like Lizzo. Um, so I'm glad I didn't see her. Uh, Lizzo makes me want to say things that I never... Like I feel like wait, I shouldn't wait, say wait, it. wait, 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 wait. She's one of the I've I've met her. She's a nice, beautiful spirit, nice human being. Why don't you like her? Because I feel like everything is just so about like the attention, like the response from us. Like everything is it's less about the music. The fact that the girl is so talented and she always leans towards these stunts, you know, and then cries about it. That's what sends me. You know what I mean? It's it, it's one thing if you just owned it, like this is what I do. But then it's another thing to go on a press tour about how people fat shame you and don't treat you right. And you're going on Good Morning America crying and all this bullshit. And then 
to try to sell a record. And then you sit up here and but, do the but, same but, thing. But, but the flip side of that, though, is that when Rihanna mm-hmm. wore it, we said she was great. And to some standards, people say she's too skinny. I love Rihanna. I think her body is amazing. She's constantly attacked. Oh, she gains a little weight. She's pregnant. She, she can't even get a break. But one thing I will say about Lizzo that I do like and respect is somebody who was overweight like that. I mean, she does exude body positivity and wanting people to normalize her body for what it is. But that doesn't mean that she's absent from being human and catching feelings when people attack her at the volume that she's being attacked. So I think you can still love your body and flaunt it and still be human and vulnerable enough and show that it hurts when people hurt your feelings. No, no. Does she really love her body or is she the woman that secretly went to Mexico and went on a diet? And then when when the fat community caught her on a diet, they almost canceled her. So she had to continue being fat. Let's be very clear here. Lizzo is with the stunts and the shows, and we can never put Lizzo and Rihanna in the same category, and we should never speak them out of our mouths like that ever again. That is very disrespectful. Rihanna, when when she steps out... When I see Rihanna and Lizzo, I see the same person. Okay, well, I don't. Let me explain. explain. Not body-wise, but confidence-wise in what they're wearing that makes them feel good. And shouldn't that be enough? Rihanna is effortlessly chic and edgy and dope, and it's very calculated. It, it, it's strict, like it, it, it's fashion. It's just Rihanna. It, it, she just gets Lizzo is. They'll talk about me today. Let's just be all fucking naked and no. And I, we don't even know she was at the party. You was all over that party, Jason. You didn't see Lizzo. She could have just that popped out there, had her camera guy take a picture because she knew that she was going to go viral. She got her big ass back in that damn car just to have people talking about her. Why are we not talking about Lizzo music? Why? Because three years ago, she got, what, two, three, four Grammys, and then she was struggling for a record? She's been struggling for a record since, uh, since what, what is that, Good as Hell? And the rumors? Don't get me started, Jason, because I, I know that's your friend. Don't get me started. Say. No, 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 no. Lizzo is not my friend. <laughs> I've only met her once. I will say I did walk around that entire party from the back room to the stage to the this, and I did not see Lizzo. She wasn't there. She did. Uh, she came for that photo so we could talk about it, and and, and she can cry about it and no, show her no, ass no, in the no, studio no, later. No, Tiffany said they so she saw her in the party, but you know Taraji P Henson was there too. Did you see her? I didn't even see her either. No shade. I didn't see her either. Did you see yeah. Snoop Dogg? I I didn't see Snoop Dogg either. They were all they were all there. I'm I know I've seen them you. after the fact. Yeah. I didn't even see Nikita Dragon and she was there. They said that she had more I, security than Cardi B. I seen Nikita Dragon. <laughs> I, saw, I saw her when they they wouldn't let her in at first, but when they did, I saw her <laughs> she's been on house arrest. She told me she was on house arrest following that whole tiger thing. I don't know what I don't know what's going oh, on. Oh sure. she looked great. She looked yeah, like a but- but yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to drag Lizzo too much over here. I've done enough dragging Lizzo on my on my platform. But I'm just saying, Lizzo, it's just the antics for me, and I'm just not sold on it. Like, here's the thing, body. First of all, let's just be very clear here. We have to stop pushing this narrative that being overweight is somehow just healthy and okay. Okay, you can you can be overweight and understand that you might want to lose some weight and you can be fat and understand how to dress your fat just because you're overweight and you come through in a sequence, a sequence or a a sheer number and and it's flying all over. That doesn't look good. And we have to be honest with ourselves and say this is not fat shaming. That looks sloppy. It's not taste when you're when you're bigger, you have to dress for your size. Well, when we posted her on Hollywood Unlocked, they did say she looked like a bag of trash. I felt that that was a little too far. I will say, as somebody who was oversized, I people say, oh, I never knew you was that big. 
bitch, because I knew how to dress. I knew how to cover things. I knew how to layer things. I knew how to work things. But I will say when it got to a point to where I was insecure, I went and did something about it. The one thing I agree with you is that Lizzo does need to pick a side. Do, are you going to cry and scream that everybody's calling you fat? Or are you going to go to Houston and see Dr. Marvin like I did and throw that 11000 on the table and come back as a snatch bitch? You got to decide the struggle. For me, I'm confused at what she's trying to do, but I do support the fact that she's loving herself when a lot of other people like you don't. Yeah, but it's a bunch of BS because if Lil Nas X was out here wearing his ass out, it'd be World War Three, World War Three. You know what I'm saying? Like Lil Nas, I can't. Lil Nas X is Lil Nas ass is on its way out. It's on. And it should. I'd rather see that. At least it's gonna sit high. <laughs> Wait. Side note: Did you see Lil Nas X's ex boyfriend at the party? Yeah, I did see him. I seen him with the court. I seen him with Sean Bakehead, they, the choreographer. They're dancers, right? Uh, no, he, I invited him. He came there with me, but yes. Oh, he, he came there with you. Oh, okay, okay. I saw Sean Bank, Sean Bankhead there too. Oh, I thought they were together. Okay, see, thank you for clearing that oh. up. So you, so you were, you invited uh, Lil Nas X's boyfriend. Does he speak English? Yes, he's Colombian. He speaks English. It's a little broken, but he speaks. Okay, but you know what? He sure. looks like he looks on his Instagram. He's very cute. Very cute, very cute. And his friends were there. They had a little birthday. I think they all decided to dress like Easter eggs because everybody was a different neon color. It was cute. The party, did you have a good time? Oh, I had a blast at the party. You took pictures with everybody. How did you get all those pictures? I mean, I didn't take, I only took like two pictures. You know, honestly, I don't even know. I didn't even really get as many pictures as I wanted, but um, I just was out there talking to people and taking pictures. Now, what's interesting is though, you can kind of tell when people know you from the internet because I a couple of people were cutting their eyes at me. I'm like, girl, I must have read her before. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you just you just assume the position and you get ready to see what they're gonna give. You know, and typically they just walk past you or they just cut their eyes at you like, you know, and you know, or, it's it's or, an interesting or situation. Or you come with security who have guns and you tell them shoot them. Just yeah, make sure I get home. You know what I mean? But yeah, so how how was it? Is that was that your first like industry party that was because because that party was very mixy it was a lot going on in there it was a lot going on and you know i wanted to make sure that i didn't drink so much because i wanted to make sure that i could see everything that was actually going on um because i'm just nosy and that was my first i was taking it all in but it was actually a great experience um it, i had fun like i, I was dope it who, was, who was did who did you meet that you liked after you met him honestly everybody honestly like everybody was everybody was really really chill i i thought ella may was really really dope because she was over there twerking seven street or had the blunt in the air tiana taylor was a vibe we talked about our music um cardi obviously was everything offset i met offset talked to offset he was i was nervous to talk to offset you know what i mean because i could kind of tell like offset is like you know i respect everybody but you know i ain't with all the gay shit but you know he was like very like I was like, what's up, Offset? He was like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, then I told him I was I watched his show on HBO because Offset really is killing it for the fashion for me right now. So I'm just really living for his look. So I have to let him know, like, I really respect what he's doing right now and for fashion and things like that. And he reached out to me and, like, shook my hand, was like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Respect. And so that was a really dope encounter because I really have been, like, fucking with him and, and really seeing where he's going with this fashion. So I was glad to actually connect with him in that way um so there was a lot of people i actually ran into megan the stallion i seen her and i didn't realize wait, wait, how big wait. Was she was wait was that your first time meeting cardi in person that was my first time meeting cardi in person oh wow okay and so megan what, what did megan give 
Well, I, it, I, I, it was a split second of Megan. She was jumping off the stage. Megan, to me, she very pretty girl. I didn't realize how, like, how, how big Megan. Like, there's not even like in a, like a, like a, like she's just she's a lot of girl. girl. I'm just thinking, like, how did she? What was Tori? How did Tori Lane hit that? Like, you gotta really hit that. Like, you can't just you can't no, be timid no, with that. No. Let me tell. Let me tell you the. Let me tell you the secret. And it applies to whatever size. You can be as short as Taj Maori or as tall as Megan the Stallion. Just hit it from the back. Maybe that's what it was, because that's a lot of woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Megan the Stallion was nice. Well, oh, Shinsia was very beautiful, too, by the way. Shinsia was a... That girl is, like, drop-dead gorgeous in, the, in person. Oh, the, the, I didn't see her. The rapper? Yeah, the, the J Jamaican dance hall. Like, I she like is, her. like, everything. I'm I like, like golly, she's sickening. Yeah. Well, listen. We recently ran into um, we recently ran into Jamie Lee Curtis on the red carpet of the Halloween premiere. I didn't go because I don't like scary movies. It's just not my thing. Uh, but uh, we ran into her, and Jamie Lee Curtis is an icon with the whole uh, Halloween uh, movie legacy. But anyway, this is what she said about her thoughts on body shaming. Jamie spoke out about how surgery is erasing generations of beauty. What's some advice you would give to women in the industry and others who want to feel confident without going that route? Well, confidence comes from inside you, not outside you, period. End of statement. Um, do things that make you feel good about yourself, not do things to change the way you look. Thank you. I mean, that was that's from an icon. So I think that that's what Lizzo's doing, right? You keep getting me into this Lizzo box. I agree with her, but I don't agree with I don't agree with anything that Lizzo was doing. Any of these okay. antics. Let me show you some. You want to talk about antics? Did you see what Lil, uh, 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 Lil Ice T's baby mama and her friends got going? I'm gonna show you a video. Look at this. Forget it. I'm flat chested over here. <laughs> Wait, let me just put my boob on top. Here we go. Yeah, that's stupid. <laughs> that was but a that's lot. What, like, but you know why? That's fetishy. That's that cartoony. That's a that's a fetish. That's what you call a but, fetish. But, 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 but people like Drake have fetishes for Lizzo too, though. That's what I'm saying. Like people, there's a there's a market for it all. There is, but when you're an artist like that and you're a Grammy Award winning artist, my thing is if you're gonna be sloppy like that, then don't cry about it. Don't use that to promote a record. Like just own it and be sloppy. Okay, well, listen, um, Armand, thank you for coming on the show. Thank do you want to stick around for the conversation? I mean, I don't know. Do we have a three box? Three boxes? Mm -hmm. Do you want to stick around and talk to people or what? Yeah, I could talk to. A, yes, I'll talk to a couple people. Okay, cool. Let, uh, come to me real quick. Let's do this merch. All right. So, listen, for those of you that want to get the merch, I need to start wearing my own shit. But anyway, these mugs are not up yet, but they will be soon. But until then, you can go and get all the standard stuff. Go right now to HollywoodUnlocked.com slash shop you can get all of our merch sweaters gagging mask everything we still got the pandemic get a phone case notebook to read a bitch everything but you can also subscribe right now by going to our youtube channel youtube.com slash hollywood unlock and just uh you know go ahead and sign up thank you all right for those of you that sit i got these coming soon i got a whole new merch line coming armand all right well look it's time to gag with me and armand 1402 gagging 1402 gagging right now to come into uh this uh show 
All right, now look, when you call in, make sure that you are paying attention to me. And if you're coming in through the um, the chat, make sure that you enable your echo cancellation because I don't want to hear two people talking at once. You can get in the queue right now by calling us 1402-GAGGING or you get into the queue online by uh, going right here. All right, look, uh, bring them on up. Okay, let's bring in. Uh, I don't know what type of cat, what's going on, Amberlynn. Hello. Hello, I'm supposed to be a bunny today. Oh, a bunny. Okay, well, look, Bugsy, what's going on? <laughs> I totally agree, Armand, with everything that you said about Lizzo and how she was looking. If you're going to be a big girl, if you're going to represent and be out there butt naked with a fucking sheer ass garbage bag on, at least motherfucking promote it. Don't cry about it, bitch. You are who you are. If not, lose some weight. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is you crying for, sis? As far as uh, Roland Ray, he looked like a gremlin in a motherfucking wheelchair. He need to sit the fuck down. I do love him, though. I wish to see your content. As far as Wendy Williams show, baby, Wendy, please get better. We miss you. We need you. If you can't do the show, pass it over to Jason. Can't nobody else do it. I'm sorry. I love Nick Cannon. I love Wildin' Out show, but my nigga, you were boring. I tried it for like the last week. I couldn't do it. Like, I'm gonna need you to pick pick a lane and do something different. Like, you can't rap. You can't do talk shows, my nigga. I mean, Wildin' Out is you. Do that, okay? Other than that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was boring. Pretty Jason, much. you should have got that fucking show. You got a hundred of fucking thousands of ideas that you need to motherfucking bring to the motherfucking platform. They need you. We need you as a culture. This seat is open for you. Can't nobody else take it. Who the fuck else going? Who is there? Who could do it like you? I don't know. But it was the exactly. gremlin in the wheelchair for me. Yeah, I like Roland Ray. Roland Ray's a fucking we need this is where we need the bitches is mad you know bitches is mad all right, all right. All right you know i love you uh jameer make some sense out of all this foolery all right so um first i want to talk about wendy williams so um i think the wendy williams producers they need to take a note out of the uh take the, a note out of the ellen producers even when she was gone they got tiffany haddish to fill in her seat so that says something right there um, they've been whitewashing the Whitney Realm show ever since they tried to get Jerry O'Connell to fill in last time. And then they gave that nigga a talk show. And that shit came and went as fast as Drew Barrymore fucking talk show need to go. Because I just found out she had a fucking talk show. Like, they really whitewashing daytime TV, Jason. Wait, get, in, get into the gag. Drew Barrymore's show should have been canceled the first minute they said, welcome to the Drew. Done. Uh, it's an Emmy-nominated talk show. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on. And Jason, if they wasn't going to use you, they could have at least used somebody like Leslie Jordan from Saturday, Saturday Night Live. Like somebody from the culture. Leslie Jones. You don't even know her name. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's the basketball player I said. But you know what I mean. <laughs> and um, no, there were, yeah, so that's there, what I, there, were other, there were other alternatives. I mean, nobody's watching the real anymore. I mean, it's just all daytime is fucked up. I Let me tell you the era that I grew up in, y'all. Phil Donahue, Oprah Winfrey, uh, Jerry Springer, Jenny Jones, Ricky Lake, Sally. Mm -hmm. Like, this was all on the, at the same time. This was uh, Geraldo Rivera. I mean, literally all day long, you had Montel George, like Montel Williams. We had daytime talk. When I tell you the competition, it, Armand, it would be like me, you, 
tears, man. It'd be like all of us on at the same time and everybody's show is hot. I remember sitting at home, flipping channels from Jenny Jones over to Ricky Lake. They had to stack and then didn't nobody come on when Oprah was on. Because if you came on when Oprah was on, I'm sorry, your show was going to fail. But we live in an era right now where they are building shows for people that will appeal to brands. The brands are real, but the brands going to come when you got the numbers. This is why I told them, I said, there's no way in hell. I said, let me tell you what's going to happen. If I come and do this show on the 18th and I bring Tiffany Haddish House as, as a co-host, I mean a guest, Cardi B does a pop out. Mariah Carey, who's never been on the show, does a surprise for Norman. You'll have so many moments that you can spread. They're going to talk about that show every day after that show. All the blogs going to pick it up, the, the papers. But they didn't see it for that. And to your point of them watering it down, the sad space for people like me and Armand, we know we out here killing it. We know we're doing it. But we're not right white enough. Not right enough. White enough. Whatever. Exactly. Nene Leaks That's... would have had the ratings through the sky. sky. It would have been so Nobody. much talking. Like, it, you don't need any. If you if you would have just did one episode that brought Nene out as a guest, it had been the ratings would have been through the roof. Tamar Braxton returning to daytime talk show for the first time since mm -hmm. The Real could have gave you something. And me and Tamar just hosted the Baddies ATL reunion. I, I gave them all that. Me and Paris Hilton. That could have been fun, but they did not want it. And instead, they went with what they went through, but their karma is going to be the show. is not This show will not make it past the season without Wendy. Remember this sound by y'all in the studio because I'm going to put it on social when it happens. All right. Um, anything else, Jameer? Um, yeah. Um, I do want to uh, comment on the Lizzo thing because I actually disagree with you, Armand. I think Lizzo looked beautiful. And, mm -hmm. and hear me out with this. I feel like the same way we are normalizing sexuality like you need to be, we need to normalize size as well. And um, that I feel like your opinion was America's old standard of beauty. Confidence is what I saw when Lizzo stepped out. I didn't uh, think it was unnecessary. And again, I feel like we can say, oh, she shouldn't have wore that. But we don't have to drag people. You know, not say that's what you did. But I just feel like that's how a lot of people do things. And if Lizzo really didn't love her body, because you said you don't think she loved her body. She has enough money to get surgery if she didn't love her body. So I feel like what she's doing, she's pushing the boundaries that needs to be pushed because we watch Savage 50 fashion shows and she has women of all sizes on there. So I feel like that's something that needs to be displayed, not just on the runway, but in public as well. So even though I respect your opinion, I personally don't agree with it. Right. So let me add to this. Let's just talk about the, 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 the love of your body. Uh, when you win a Grammy Award and you sell millions of records and you pander to a fan base, you build a fan base from being overweight, whatever it is that you try to do, and you decide that you want to go skinny or try to hint at an idea of a weight loss drink and you get dragged by that community of people, they are going to pigeonhole you into that. Lizzo has been, she came out pandering to this i'm big i'm happy i'm free i'm fat ah, da, 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 da. and so she's built a community of people that want to see that from her so to me i don't believe that that's truly who she wants to be yes she can go get that surgery but if she go gets that surgery they're going to cancel her trust me they're going to stop streaming that music they're going to feel betrayed just as just as much as Lil Nas X decided all of a sudden I'm no longer gay the gay community will be like fuck you so Lizzo she she has pigeonholed herself into being the fat girl princess icon and when she tries yeah, to do something different she can't let me highlight I think she call her plus size 
Wait, 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 wait. Let me highlight something that is a complete disparity in our fucking world that we live in. And this is the shit that makes me mad. It really does. I'm smiling because I'm really annoyed. Go to just my screen, please. Just really quick. Bear with me. I'm going to have one of my friends come over here right now who just came over to watch the show because I told him it's just a wild show, whatever. He wanted to see it. Come over here for a second. This is my friend, Justin. Ladies, y'all could go on his Instagram. I'm going to give it to you. Follow him. Okay, this is Justin. You got, okay. Justin, I'm going to put on my shades because it's going to get real bright in here. Do me a favor really quick. Just take off your sweater, please. Just, just you're a model. It's just, it's just a day of work. Okay, now, now here's the deal. Here's the deal. Can you just get in the camera real quick? Matter of fact, here, go ahead, sit down. <laughs> now, have a seat. Here's the problem that I have. When are we going to start shaming this? Huh? <laughs> when are we going to start shaming this? This motherfucker can go through life and get anything he wants from any one of you bitches out there. All your SSI coins right now. You on Bego trying to find him. You on Instagram, <laughs> send him cash apps. All he got to do is sit here. We got to entertain you. And you guys say, oh, you're fat. You're this. You look like no. a bag of trash. Meanwhile, watch this. No. Sit up, Justin. Just say something to the people. How you doing? Y'all didn't hear shit he said. And more importantly, you don't give a damn. But my fat ass got to sit here for two hours every fucking week and do all types of shit for cash apps. Get out of my chair. That's my point. My point is, go back to the three screen. Why is it that fat people got to have it hard in life but all he got to do is just come in and look at the comments. Desperate. <laughs> well, let's be very clear. He had to put in some work and consistency to get that body. He wasn't he, born with that. He so there's a certain level work. of dedication that you should be you should be rewarded for that. No shame. Listen, listen, there's a reward in it for everybody in the studio just got the reward. We get it. Okay. But Lizzo had to put in work too. Do you see what she went through with Postmates? But my thing is this, I get that. But then when you get online and when I say she's not happy, so so do you guys remember when she when you I think you even posted at Hollywood a lot? She had about 10 men, you know, spraying her down with a water hose, right? Maybe her, maybe her ass was hot. The next day or the next she was crying depressed. It's just like, girl, I can't. Like, which one is it? Like, stop exploiting. Like, you can be big, you can be confident, but don't exploit your bigness. Your fatness, your plus size. This is what Armand's talking about. Take a look. Oh, that's not that's something new. <laughs> Wait, no, my studio didn't use, no, no, my studio didn't use an asset from the shade room. Somebody get fired. All right, look. Um, Justin's Instagram is at is it at Justin Sanchez? Uh huh. Real Justin Sanchez. Okay, real Justin Sanchez. Go over there and find him. You know, he's single and he's out here in these streets. And trust me, he's he's out here. All right. Well, look, um, thank you, Jameer. Let me get to the queen. Hi, real Jameer. Quick. Okay, queen fine, Sarah, and I'm telling you what, Jason. Hey, Jason. Hey, hey Jason. Are you talking about Justin behind his back? Come here, Justin. I was um I'm on Bigo doing behind the scenes. Okay, but what did you want us? Do you want to say something to his face? Oh my gosh, Justin, let me tell you something. I don't know what Lizzo's doing, but I'm representing for the big girls. And I'm looking at you and I can tell that you're looking at a bitch like me. And Justin, I will let you put that work in to help you keep that body, okay? I will help you put that work in. So, Justin. What, what, type, of, what type of workout would you give them? Oh, work. Let me tell you something, Justin. I'm just going to be real honest. I'm blunt. I'm Queen Sharon, okay? I would work this throat. You could work this ass. <laughs> 
You can flip me side on top, doggy style, whatever you want to do. Pull my hair, smack my ass. I don't give a fuck. Justin, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do to me. Okay? <laughs> okay? Woo! Evelyn. My Instagram is uh, Royal Queen Sharon. <laughs> Amberlynn, I know you're typically very vocal about things that you would do. You're a bunny. Are you feeling some eggs? Yes, I will definitely hop on that D. Absolutely. Yes. And the throat works too, baby. Throat baby. Let's get it. I got you. My show is a mess. Go ahead, Sharon. Is Justin Justin's leaving? Justin is right here. Go ahead. See, Armand, Armand, do you see what I'm saying? Listen, hold on a fucking minute. This was my point. We've been here the whole show watching, laughing. He came on for one minute. Now the whole messy report is about Justin. Fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm here. I'm here. Okay, um, Armand, it is so good to see you. Um, let me hop into the messy report. Wendy Williams. Okay, so let me call it say what it is they're trying to do, in my opinion. And um, I think that they're trying to block the black folks. I think that that's the reason why they won't let somebody like Jason in that spot because Jason, we know that you have consistency in your grade and you would do this for another 20 fucking years. I think it is a way to ice us out because sitting there and putting mediocre people on there that don't really have shit to do with the show or being on the show, no interest. The only thing that that is doing is ending a legacy because let's face it, they don't give a fuck about Wendy's legacy. Okay, a black person managed to make it up there and um, they don't give a fuck about preserving that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's why they have uh, they're putting mediocre people. I will not watch the show until Wendy comes back, either Wendy or Jason. You guys can say I'm biased. I think that if it's no other person but Wendy, it should be Jason. And that's it. I'm not thinking about nobody else that would be entertaining and still hold the integrity of the show. Now, Courtney and Travis Scott. Let me tell you something. I ain't mad at her. Well, no, I'm sorry, not Travis Scott, but Travis from Blink-182. I ain't mad at her. I ain't mad at her, and I'm going to tell you why. Travis Barker, Travis Scott is still dicking Kylie down. Oh, okay, see, see, these Kardashians got me twisted with all the motherfucking names and the dicks they be fucking and sucking. I can't keep up with them. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, so Courtney and Travis Barker, okay? I ain't mad at her. Say what you want about Courtney, but... She said, Courtney, I don't care who your daddy is. I don't care if it's O.J. Simpson. She said, Kim, I don't care about how many black dicks you have sucked. She said, Mommy, I don't care if your old ass is getting dicked down by black dick every night. I don't want black dicks. So thank you, Courtney. Thank you. I ain't mad at her. I ain't even finna throw shade. Y'all know I don't fuck with the Kardashians like that. But Courtney, we can Okay, any motherfucking day. Because that bitch is holding it down for the white people. Stick to the pink dicks, leave the black ones alone. Now, Subway Boy, you dirty ass trifling bitch. Now, you know I'm motherfucking upset because big girls don't play about their motherfucking food, bitch. And let me tell you what else is wrong. You got a motherfucking position because you had to be a manager to be there by yourself, bitch. And that's why black folks can't never have nothing. Because, bitch, you fuck it up for the next. Now, when we go to fill out an application, they're not going to hire our Ass, they're not gonna give us a manager position because your bitch ass wanna step on motherfucking baloney, bitch. <laughs> now, 
Moving on to Bow Wow. Nigga, I'm sorry. You're a has-been. I love you, Bow Wow, but you're a has-been. Nobody gives a fuck about you now. Take that motherfucking money in that 15 minutes, bitch, and sit there and be thankful. I know us big folks don't like to be doing all that huffing and puffing. Get your shit together, and bitch, you're going to be good. You're going to be good. But let me tell you something. I lived for you when I was 13 years old, boo. I lived for you. Now, Sydney Starr and Eddie Winslow. Now, Eddie Winslow, you are not being respectful because Mother Winslow was there. That is not the reason that you are keeping quiet because you don't want Mama Winslow to know that you be gobbling dicks. That is why you are keeping quiet. Now, I knew there was something up with Eddie on the show when Steve Urkel used to be in a dress, Elvira, and he used to act like he ain't like that shit, but it really looked like he liked that shit. Eddie Winslow, we knew you liked that shit all along back then, back in the 90s, bitch. Now, let me tell you something, Sydney Star. I'm sick of her. Stop pulling stunts. But nevertheless, you niggas stop letting her pull stunts. Y'all know what the fuck this bitch is about? Oh, my gosh. Now, Lizzo, I agree she may not know how to pick a side, but I will say this. Even if this bitch may secretly hate her body, it still takes strength to sit there and get out there and do what the fuck she's doing. And in that, she may be letting somebody else and showing somebody else how to love your body, even in struggling with loving her own. Let me tell you something. We have got to stop trying to dictate what somebody else's journey is. Their journey can help somebody else on their journey. So if Lizzo is out there and she got enough body confidence to come out there and be in a sheer trash bag, if you don't like that shit, turn the other motherfucking sheet just like she's doing when she's shaking it all the time in our fucking face. But Lizzo, bitch, pick a motherfucking side because you're making us big folks look fucking bad, bitch. I'm going to need you to pick a fucking side. I can't keep defending your fat ass. Now, remember... There is nothing too messy for the messy report. And we cover the mess so you don't have to stress. That's all, Jason. <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. Listen, Queen Sharon is on this show with me over at Bego every day, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. called um, The Daily Reads. Y'all got to go check out. She's a hot-ass mess. All right, let's take a phone call real quick. Can we take a phone call? Hi. Hello? Next caller. They took too long. Hello? Hello? Hi, Jason. How are you? Good. Hello. How are you? How are you? I'm, I'm good. Thank you. So I'm calling from the Bay Area, and I have to watch because I love Armand, and I love you. Thank you and, very much. Um, I, wanted, I, I remember you guys said you were going to do something together. And I was wondering if that was still in the works because I really love y'all dynamic together. We did Clubhouse Unlocked for like a month or two. And then, you know, Armand, Funky, Doniva, T.S. Master, that's a lot of ego to manage over there. I ain't got time for it. They did not want to go to Bego. They, I went to Bego and got the bag. They wanted to sit up. Funky Doniva's always, you know, he's a drunk, so he's always getting drunk at the bar when it's time to do the show. T.S. Madison, she she was cool, but she barely wanted to be there. It was me and Armand trying to figure it out. But when I went to Bego, they were all like, peace. And so I said, okay, now I'm over at Bego getting the bag. I think she's talking about uh, when she, we said that we might uh, co-host the show on Zeus. But it, it they weren't ready for me. But I met... Zeus at the party. We exchange information, and now you're a producer over there. So perhaps, maybe, you know, something can happen. I'm gonna I'm put it in the atmosphere. I'm gonna put listen, it in the atmosphere. Listen, let me tell you something. When it comes to getting the shmoney, 
I don't have a problem getting it back. That's why after I talked about Ray and hurt his feelings, I said, Ray, let me help you. Let me help you out. And so now we're getting it back together. But yeah, I think Armand is super talented. I think T.S. Matt, you know, we all got our own thing. Even Funky Doniva, who's over at Fox Soul. I think we should do something. And and hopefully someday we get to figure it out. But yeah, I, I agree. We should be doing something. That's why I invited him today. Okay, thank, well, thank you. you know, just say what platform it's on, and I'm there. I'll get Zeus I Network with y'all. And I'm here for all the Bay Area love. You feel me? Like, because we all, like, Jason, you know, he's from the same place I'm at from. So, you know, it's all love here. So, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm from the city. I'm from the city. And I'm just like, oh, I love to see y'all come together. The, the dynamic, it's just everything. But um, I'm gonna hop off of here. I'm not gonna hold y'all too long. I don't want to hop on nobody here. Sharon did that already. But uh, shout out to Courtney Kardashian for fucking a white dude because I'm so sick of them culture vultures. So that's all I got. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the love. Let's take another call. Hello. 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 Ne- Hi. How are you? Hi, Jason. Hi, Amon. I hey. watch Amon's show all the time. Okay, shout out to you. Hello? Yeah, nice. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I watch your show all the time. Like, all the time. I love you. Commentary. You always speak the facts. You always keep it real. I just appreciate you. Um, Jason, I just love what you're doing. I feel like you will be best for the Whitney show. For the Wendy show, I'm sorry. I really don't watch the Wendy show, but I do appreciate the commentary that she brings. So that's all I wanted to say. Um, you guys are doing great. And I just, I'm here for whatever you guys are doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate your support. Thank you. And can I say that about the Wendy show real quick? Jason, you've already been on there. So it's like, it's easy. You've done so many segments there. So it's like, I don't see why they wouldn't have put like you. That was some great. Like, yeah, now it's really making it like that was a no brainer. At least even if even if they wanted you to sit on the panel like Devin, like, why can't you sit up there? Like Devin has been up there doing you and Devin have done the same work there. So why can't you come and do one of those and then, you know, steal the show there? Uh, I'll be honest with you. Under that format, I wouldn't have even done the show because I wouldn't have agreed with the format, you know, because when you have your own brand. I've been on the Wendy show four or five times. I know Wendy. She's talked about me multiple times on the show. I love the stuff. She has the best crew. But ultimately, you also got to think about your brand. Am I going to go up there? Because when you look at that show that they had, I love Bevy. I love Michael. I love Devin. I don't know the white girl. But when I look at the show that day, it was trash. And then you don't want to be in the trash bag. You know what I mean? You kind of want to be like, this is what I was going to bring, but you didn't want that. So y'all got some trash. Uh, but anyway, what's up? Uh, what's up? Uh, is it Kita? What's up, Kita? Hey, Jason. Hey, Armand. Hey, what's going on? Oh, not much. So, all I remember is uh, when Jason was talking about after school, watching, you know, Jerry Springer and Jenny Jones and Ricky Lake and all of that. Like, that was the, the move right there. Like, I'm from Cincinnati. And Jerry Springer is in Cincinnati. He was the mayor. He on TV still right now. Judge uh, Jerry. We love him. As far as the Wendy show goes, the Wendy show is Wendy. And if there's no Wendy, I think maybe we should just let it go. We should hack it up. She should go ahead and let the show go and let somebody else step into that spot. Because I don't personally want to see the Wendy show without Wendy. 
I don't think nobody can deliver it like her. Now, as far as the subway dude, I work in the service industry, and mm. that nasty some of my bitch, I want to just drop it. I can't even, cause I, like like she said, I'm I don't play about my food, and that's some nasty shit. Mm. She he needs his ass whooped. Now, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Nick Cannon. Uh, I can see him in a nighttime spot, the Nick at night, like I was talking about. I could work with that. I'm used to the wilding out, and I like the Nick at night. And uh, Jason, with the your housekeeper finding the pocket pussy, she's a real one. You need to keep her. Okay? Did she sign an NDA? Make sure she signed that NDA. Uh, now Bow Wow sign an NDA. Make sure she signed an NDA. Now Bow Wow on, on that Millennium Tour. I don't know if y'all know Spectacular from Pretty Ricky. He the real MVP. Because he was tweeting out a little bit. He told little Bow Wow to simmer down teapot. And then uh, Bow Wow tried to clap back, calling him Magic Mike. And Spectacular told him, uh, well, women like Magic Mike, not like Mike. So Spectacular, That's what I'm he's saying. the real MVP. <laughs> I want to go see Spectacular take his shirt off. I don't want to see Bow Wow. Hey, little Bow Wow. You just don't, just know. don't I'm, know. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm grown. <laughs> uh, Eddie Winslow. <laughs> wait, 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 keep this key to slow down. So wait, let me understand, because you hear you go shaming again. Okay, uh, let me ask a question. Come here. Okay, so now What's that? Pull, your, pull your shirt up real quick. Hey! Hey! Wait, in all the hey, shit. Yes. You would rather see this than me. I mean, I want to see both. <laughs> if you wanna <laughs> peel it back. No, where you going? Uh, no, where you going? You know, girl, see, y'all are so thirsty. Let the, the boy didn't even know he was going to be popping in today. All right, well, look, let's take another phone call. One more phone call, please. <sighs> Thank you, Armand, for sticking around for so long. Yeah. Hey. Uh, yeah. love him. As far as the Wendy show goes. Next caller. Shows, she, can't see her. No, it, it. Hello? Don't play Hello? Alexis. Hi. <laughs> hey. Hello? Hey, what's up? So basically, I'm calling about two different points. So with Lizzo, I'm tired of her crying because she chose she chose to wear these outfits, and then she knows what's going to happen. Well, I have to ask you like, before you, you know wait, 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 wait. Before you get and to the second point, and if you're so comfortable within the skin that you're before, in, before you, you get to the second point. Before you get to the second point, I have to ask you, are you drinking Hennessy, Patron, or Don Julio? Well, I had a little bit of Remy, but that was after I got out of class. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Period. All right. So what's your second point? So my second point is with Bow Wow. Bow Wow is the shit, period. And it wouldn't be no Millennium Tour if them if um pretty ricky and uh b2k didn't open up for them because nobody would really know who they were all these people opened up for bow wow so just give him a little credit when it's due if you had to have sex with one member of b2k or all of them at the same time who would you choose little fizz is my favorite he is not well, B2K was never my thing. I was yeah, more of an I am X, but 
I had all their posters. Huh? So you, so you were wait, you were fuck Fizz now or Fizz then? Because Fizz now and Fizz then are two totally different Fizzes. I would do a Marion now, but Fizz back in the day. Oh, very much so, my kind of girl. Okay. Don't sleep. Don't sleep on Book. Don't sleep on Book. Well, that's Boog, a different story because my sister and them went to school with them. So, but Omarion has a different type of piece about him. Category. Right, but they said Omarion had a lot of extra skin on his penis. So, you know, but for that for that type what of piece, though, so you don't know it's the what they say the motion in the ocean. Yeah, but if you can't it's get all through all the canoes, working, right? <laughs> But if you can't get through all the canoes, honey, then what is the ocean there for? But anyway, it was nice meeting you. Go get your Remy. Listen, Armand, that is it. I have nothing else in me for today. We got to talk offline and figure out something. Now we are building something over at Zeus. Maybe there's something we could do. You should come to Bigo. You came one day and burnt it up and left and didn't come back. Not going to Bigo. That's, that's I'm not doing Bigo. <laughs> all right. Listen, I'm going to call you tomorrow. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you. Yes. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Invite me back on your show. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Bye, y'all. Okay. All right, bye. Listen, y'all, it's the Thoughts and Prayers. I got to applause. <sighs> Don't you love that we get to talk shit for a living? But even with that, remember that there's always going to be somebody that has something to say about what you do. It doesn't matter who you are, what you do, or what you've done. People will always have an opinion about you. Whether you wear a fishnet dress, get engaged at 42, or step on cold cuts, there will always be someone with a comment behind their computer screen. Let's face it. The internet will always have something to say. It is truly an uncontrollable beast. No matter who you are, there is space for all of us to share and be shared. So keep on sharing your truth, living in your truth, and, and believing in your truth, and posting what makes you feel comfortable. Don't worry about what other people who don't have the courage to say it with their chest out uh, stop you from being the loudest in the room. The internet was made to be broken. I've broken it many times. And no matter how many times I break it, I will never let it break me. Who it almost broke me in Paris, though. I can't wait to tell y'all what happened, but it ain't going to be tonight because that is the show. This is the uh, uh, That's it for this episode of Gag with Jason Lee. We're back at it next Tuesday with an all-new show, and I can't wait to look back and gag with you. So also make sure until then that you are subscribed on all my social media. You can go to YouTube, follow me on Instagram, Facebook, go to HollywoodUnlocked.com and register for our, our newsletter. Also, make sure that you're downloading this as a stream because as much as it's a live show, it's a podcast. So go over there and stream us. I know those of you have been texting me and I haven't been texting back because I'm bad about this. But look, here, I'm going to give it to you now. And I promise I'll be on texting this week. 310-388-6463 is my direct line. Yes, I get your text message. Happy birthday to all 13 of y'all who text me to say, it's my birthday. I already knew that. Until then, y'all, I'm about to go see what Justin doing because I'm trying to get abs like that. Bye.